0: Welcome, everybody, to the Dude Ranch Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm joined, as always, by my two dudes, Pat and Jim. What's going on, guys? What's up, dude? Yo. Got a great show lined up. We'll be talking Game 5 of the NBA playoffs, uh, the Stanley Cup, NASCAR, and more. So, let's get into it. All right. So game five was last night. Uh, Cleveland won won 112 to 97. Uh, LeBron and Kyrie had unbelievable games. LeBron with 41 and Kyrie with 41. Um, A lot of the buzz today has been that Kyrie played out of his mind and was unstoppable. But I think LeBron's not getting enough credit for how well he played. Like it was, like, the craziest performance I've seen in a long time from him. Like, he was involved in every single play, like, on defense or offense. He was touching the ball. He was moving it. He was getting blocks. He had 15 rebounds. Like, he was just a monster. Like, he he was on a mission to, like, not lose this game. Like, he doesn't want to go 2-5. and five. And I think it's just, like, that was crazy of him.
1: I I was watching, he found his jump shot, which helped him a lot. But I don't understand, he can get to the rim whenever he wants. Why Why hasn't he been doing that all series? Maybe I haven't been paying close enough attention, but every time he got the ball and drove the lane, he got to the rim easily.
0: It, right. I think the the big thing is, he hasn't been hitting the jumper. So what they're doing is, if if he tries to go to the lane... They're just guarding that and letting him have the jumper, which hasn't been working for him. But as of recent, it has. So it's now opened up the driving lane for him.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you start making shots, you're going to open up the lanes. That's just, just what happens because they have to come out and guard you. And with the way the Golden State's been playing, they've been playing more of like a man with, with less help defense. So, I mean, they're they're letting the guys take the shots. And this last game, both Kyrie and LeBron were hitting them. And when they do that, that this – this past game is the result. You see just a blowout like like what happened. So I mean, as long as they're hitting the shots, this is the way the game's gonna go.
1: Oh, I also forgot to mention, which I meant to mention, when you listen to this, I made a prediction last night that was kind of an iffy statement, but I said that I wasn't that no, no, that I wasn't sure on the Warriors that originally I thought, but then I saw that how much money was on the Warriors, so in a way, I picked the Cavs, so the free money train just keeps on rolling.
0: Hop <laughs> <laughs> um, on board. An, another point that I want to bring up is that Kevin Love only had two points last night, and Jim brought up last week episode that he's he's an old man, he's done, and I'm I'm kind of feeling like maybe he's not an old man, but I definitely don't think he's welcome in Cleveland anymore. Like, I think they want him out. I think LeBron's like fed up with him you know he's not producing and LeBron's all about if you if you have production he's cool with you but if you're not producing he wants you gone you know yeah I mean
2: at at one point in the game it looked like Kevin Love was looking to get some type of celebration or a high five or something from LeBron (laughs) and LeBron just started yelling at him I mean it's they definitely don't have the chemistry it's not there I think everyone can see that Kevin Love just he lacks confidence I mean he's a good player we all saw that back in the day, but with him, he just can't handle the pressure under LeBron. It's just not working. I think they need to get rid of him, and he's better served on the bench with this finals, and I think he needs to uh, come off the bench and get less time if they want to win this.
1: Do you think that he's in too good of shape? Because when he was in Minnesota, he was kind of pudgy and way better. Well, I,
0: I think when he was pudgier, he could bang around in the paint a little bit more but as you get older like you just can't stay that thick anymore it just he's not going to be as effective i think he got <laughs> lean so that you know he could go outside like that's why they acquired him because he can shoot the 3 i don't think they acquired him because he could bang around the post but now it's become like he can't hide in this series he's getting exposed on defense
1: i was amazed to see that he played 33 ish minutes last night and only had 2 points um, yeah. When I saw it, I was like, "Oh, did he like get hurt and not play?" <laughs> but no, I, I'm he just needs to get fat, man. Yeah. I think that's what it's boiling down to. But what? So LeBron hates him because he just isn't very good anymore. LeBron like handpicked him.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good for LeBron as he's the one that brought he he vouched for him, you know, to get Wiggins out of there, trade him for Love. He he basically made that move or had at least a, a decent amount of input. And now it's kind of backfiring on him, whereas if they had Wiggins, who's a pretty good defender, you know, maybe this series would be a little bit more tilted towards the Cavaliers.
2: Yeah, he. I mean, he got a fat contract, and he's just not living up to it. Being a, Getting the money he's getting, he should be putting up more than two points a game. Let's be serious.
0: Yeah, I think the other thing, too, is in Minnesota, he was kind of like the star. And now he's not, so it's like, it's like the best player on the Sixers. Is he really that good, or is he just, you know, <laughs> yeah. is it an environment, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, look at Andrew Wiggins jumped into his place and started putting up similar esque points, you know, not quite as good, but I mean, he was a rookie season and he was, you know, doing crazy well. And that kind of proves your point, Mike.
0: Yeah. Um, so the other thing I want to talk about is uh, Draymond Green. He was obviously missed last night, even though they, like, Steve Kerr doesn't really want to admit it. Um is this is this the start of the revenge tour for Draymond Green? How happy I mean, do you think he was? I, I mean I think he's super excited because now he gets to, you know, get back at LeBron. I'm going I'm really excited for game 6, the battle between the two of them to see if anything goes down, maybe Draymond gets another flagrant. He better you know? punch somebody in the dick. I want to like, see that.
1: I yeah. am fully expecting him first play on the on the jump ball. He should just punch LeBron right in the dick. That would be, set the
2: tone. That it would set, set the, the tone.
1: tone. Right. <laughs> LeBron that. would just cower like the bitch he is. He's a very good basketball player, but he is a bitch. I, I, just think last night,
0: I think last night we were missing dick punches. I think that's what the game missed, that little bit. It definitely wasn't as spicy as I usually, you know, usually yeah, I miss mean, The dick punches, the jalapenos you put on top, you know? Yeah, you yeah. definitely need to have a little jalapenos to spice things up. And, so, and we were missing them, And I, I think we're going to get that back in game six with Draymond the dick rocker coming back.
1: Yeah, so I'm setting the line over under 19 and a half combined points and dick punches for Draymond. So That's, all of our listeners, I'll, I'll set up a poll. You guys should pick what you think it's going to be. And 19 uh, and a half. Points so we're going to reiterate that punches. 19
0: and a half points over yeah. under plus dick punches.
1: Nineteen and a half, yeah. Points plus dick punches. Hell, he should go for two dick punches. That's an extra basket. That's a pretty. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> what is Andrew Bogut not doing? Just not punching dicks. Didn't they yeah. like realize that was the key? Or I feel do you like think the
0: Australian on on the on the Cavs. He's punching dicks. I don't know why the Warriors Australian isn't punching dicks. <laughs> flip
1: side. Flip side. Do you think? That in a way, maybe it was like a Space Jam type deal where, like, LeBron's dick sucked the goodness out of Draymond, and maybe Whoa. he comes back and has no talent?
0: That is—I mean, honestly, that, that could be it. That you could know be how it. the
1: aliens <laughs> steal all their talent? Maybe when Draymond punched his dick— LeBron's dick just. LeBron was the siphoning
0: his his powers, <laughs> yeah. and that's why he had forty something last night. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's honestly, I can't prove you wrong. I don't think we have any statistics to prove you wrong. I don't think there's <laughs> what any was, way to explain that.
1: Damn it! I wish I could pull it up. What was LeBron's average points per game and Draymond's average points per game in this series? And I bet last night was pretty close to those combined. I think oh. you're
2: onto something, Pat. I think we need to pull up a statistic or something of points per minute. Before the dick punch and points per minute
1: after the dick
0: punch. Uh, yeah, I think he just <laughs> I think made. I would... think he made LeBron stronger by punching him in the dick. Yeah, I mean,
1: he might have screwed them. I think you're on good. And why
0: would he threaten his family? I don't know why. You know, you threaten his family. and Maybe that's fuel for him.
1: Maybe he knew. Maybe he was like, "Oh shit, his dick just sucked all my power out. Like, I better threaten yeah. his family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have kids. Um, man. So, uh, let's get everyone's prediction. Um, I'm. I'm thinking that the Warriors are going to win it in 7. I think Cavs are going to win. I know it's unprecedented that the Warriors lose 2 in a row, actually 3 in a row, and then I think they come back in game 7 in the Oracle, Steph rises to the occasion and they get their second championship. Jim, what are your what are your predictions?
2: I'm I'm going to have to um uh, I'm going to have to go with the Cavs in 7. I initially went with Warriors in five, so and five, and that's I felt pretty comfortable with that. And who knows if if Draymond was there, you know that may have had a better chance of happening. But right. with the way things have panned out, I think if it goes to Game Seven, which I think it's going to, I think the Cavs are going to win at home. I think it's definitely going to go to Game Seven, and I don't think LeBron's going to let the series go at Game Seven. I know the Warriors are home. But I just don't think – I think I think LeBron is going to do whatever it takes to get the win, and that's why I, I have to go with the Cavs in seven. Um, all right, that's Jim's take.
1: Pat, what, uh, what are your I'm predictions? I'm going with you, Jim. I, I picked Warriors in five off the bat, but based on what I just said, I think the Cavs are going to win, and I think LeBron's going to dominate. Everyone's talking a lot of shit about him. If you've listened to the radio this week, all it is is LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Everyone's right. just talking shit. He doesn't want to lose his fifth one, so yeah, I think he just starts to dominate. And I, I think if they win this series, like they have no business winning this series. The Warriors are coming off the best regular season ever. So I think if he wins this series, it really helps his legacy because everyone's just bashing him, and he's just going to flip the script.
0: Right, and I think that would be pretty cool. this be one of the best comebacks we've oh, seen yeah. in finals history. You know what I mean? Going down three one, I mean, yeah, the suspension definitely played a part in it. But I like the, after the performance last night with Kyrie and LeBron, it, they they're just playing possessed, and it's it's crazy.
2: Yeah, well, Ky- Kyrie's finally woken up, and he's playing like the uh, the A type player he is. Which when he's doing that, I think the Cavs are a better team. And Kevin Love, I don't mind if you going to speak
0: on Kevin Love's behalf. He's a piece of (laughs) shit, old man.
1: He smells weird. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, So, Pat uh, has a little bit of uh, some DraftKings tips for everyone. It's a new segment we're going to be calling Free Money, where uh, Pat gives us his take on uh, some lines and different kinds of bets. So, Pat, take your way.
1: All right, yeah. So, you know, if you're not playing DraftKings golf... Wake up to 2016 and get on there, because it just makes the whole thing a lot better. We'll be uh, bringing on some more people in the future to discuss that. But so previewing it, it's being played at Oakmont in Pittsburgh. Uh, Basically, from what I've seen, this course is really difficult. The rough everywhere. There was pictures, players tweeting out stuff yesterday. They're just dropping their balls in the rough, and it disappears and. You know, I've seen videos of players just tapping a ball and it running off the green. So draft kings-wise, betting-wise, I'm looking at two big money players. I think I'm going to take Spieth just because, you know, he's he's Jordan Spieth and he can just play the game really <laughs> well regardless of the course. I think his putting will help him. Is, you know, it's going to be pretty difficult. But you could also look at it, another way where the putting's going to be so difficult that it kind of just negates putting across the board. So in that case, I'll take Dustin Johnson to just bomb the ball all over the course and hope he putts well enough to win. So there's my two big money guys. And then one of my sleeper picks I'm looking at is Ryan Moore. I just heard his name get thrown around from somebody. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if he's qualified for it, but if he is, take Ryan
0: Moore. So, the Pittsburgh Penguins won the Stanley Cup on Sunday, and we're not huge hockey guys, but it does seem like the Cup is the best trophy in sports, and I think that's mainly because of its party factor. What are your thoughts, Pat?
1: Yeah, so, was it last year the Blackhawks won, and Big Cat from Barstool just, like, went out and party with those guys for a week straight? So, basically what they do is every night they just get, like, a big party bus, and take the cup to a few different bars and literally just party with it all night. And there's the two there's the guy there's the keeper of the cup with the, the with the gloves that literally just keeps his eye on the cup all night and makes sure it's right. good and like takes it home. And then I think after like a week each player gets a few days with it. And you know that's when you see them eating like cereal and stuff out of it. So my question to you is if you win the cup what are you eating out of it?
0: Clam chowder. That's... 100%. <sighs> clam chowder. I mean a big old bowl of clam chowder out of it. Oh. Clam chowder's uh I love clam chowder and I just would love to eat it out of the cup. Like just a giant bowl of clam chowder. That's <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean it's I'm pretty, set uh, on it. That's pretty that's, thick, Mike. That, I'd I'd love some clam chowder out of the it's cup. Pretty pretty thick it's delicious Jay, are
2: you so i gotta i gotta uh, it's between two it's it's a, it's between two things and i don't know if i can really pick because tough but um i'd have to go with either a nice fruit salad you know cantaloupe strawberries watermelon some kiwis you know nice nice fruit salad or a nice hearty bowl of chili
0: you know Nice so, turkey. you're saying that clam chowder's too thick, but chili's not?
2: <laughs> I mean, uh, that's your opinion, Mike.
0: That uh, is my opinion, but uh, we're going to be throwing stones here. I Let's throw them at the chili man, too. You know, it's it's at only at a five-alarm chili. So. At first
1: thought, I went to chili, too, Jim. But then yeah. I like got home and sat outside, and it's goddamn hot out. It is hot. And that's eating a, where the fruit salad. <laughs> yeah, but that's I think, pretty fucking lame.
0: Make like a nice like uh like Like, a buffalo chick dip, ooh, throw it in the cup. You know, everyone could have some. You know, get the get the scoops going
1: like a huge bowl
0: of. That's what I mean. Like just like a giant party's worth. It'd be like the centerpiece at the party. Just a giant
1: at the front door. You come in the door and you grab a couple scoops and some buffalo chicken dip, and then come on in and have a beer.
0: Or if you're looking for like a drunk food, you know, just fill it with ragu, get a couple loaves of bread and you've got, <laughs> you've got a perfect, you know, drunk food. Or a,
2: a nice cup of mussels, you know, a nice, with a nice red sauce. <laughs> <They're gonna laughs>
1: a nice have to red like, sauce. There's going to be those... just red sauce in every like engraving in that entire <laughs> thing. Oh, man. I think like, it's, I think it's crazy that we
0: can talk about, like, the things we would do with the Cup when, like, all these other trophies, they just sit on, you know, mantles and stuff. Like, I can't think of any other trophies that are this awesome.
1: Well, they don't get to keep them. I mean... Like, the you don't get to take them home. I know the Lombardi trophy, you don't. That just, like, sits in the stadium. Uh, I don't think all you right, get I... to do much with the World Series trophy.
2: I got one. All right. It's a little bit out of the box here, but winning an Olympic gold medal.
0: What's yeah. so fun about it?
2: You can wear that thing anywhere. But
0: does, do, but are you like an asshole if you wear it? Like, are you like a piece of shit if you wear your, your gold medal around?
1: All right. I mean, think, but fuck it. You I mean, want like, you know
0: medal. what I mean? Are you the biggest douche on the planet for wearing your gold medal to like a, you know, a dinner party? But I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> like, think about that. Your you grandmom's 80th? You. you know, you're Michael Phelps. You just show up with mad gold medals and like, oh, sorry. I, my gold medals are getting in the way.
1: His, like, tranny girlfriend has on a pearl necklace and he just has <laughs> on eight gold medals. Like, yeah, this is my tranny girlfriend, but look at my eight gold medals. Clang, clang, clang. <laughs> I'm going to th- have I think 15 that... beers and drive home.
0: Yeah, I think it's like an unwritten rule that you're not supposed to wear them, like, after the ceremony.
1: But I'm just saying, if you happen
2: to wear one... I mean, it's kind of badass. It's kind of badass.
1: I think I would wear it. it.
2: An Olympic gold medal. It's like, yeah. I
0: I mean, would you have a photo shoot with it? I feel like that's an acceptable time to wear it. Have a nice little photo shoot.
2: Depends where the photo shoot occurs.
1: How how racy can the photo shoot get?
0: Uh, You can get down to the bare, the bare essentials, underwears. I don't think you go fully nude with a Uh, gold medal. I feel like that's just too. It takes away from the gold medal. And you're, you're staring at the unit, you know, if
1: you're fully torqued, hanging the gold medal off of, you, yeah,
0: no one's going to even notice it's there, (laughs) you know, it's a prop. It's not even, (laughs) (laughs) it's not the main feature.
1: Oh, Michael Phelps boner is just staring me in the eye.
0: Yeah. No one's going to go on the internet and discuss, you know, the gold medal that Michael Phelps was wearing. They're going to be like, look at his, his junk, man. Look at his Johnson just hanging and banging.
2: But think about him hanging eight gold medals. That's impressive. Like that's impressive.
1: There's no way he has a strong enough boner to hold up eight medals. But what if he what if he had four and his tranny girlfriend was fully torqued with four? Now now you're caucus. <laughs> that's,
0: that's kind of reckless. That's just
2: <laughs> Can we can we can we change this to like maybe Lindsay Vaughan, you know, like ask mm. Tigers permission to get Lindsey Vaughan? You know, if she only has one metal, then we get, we get to figure We get to see something, you know? At least they can only cover so much with one metal. Yeah,
1: yeah. She has three parts I'd like to see. And yeah, free the nipples, man. Metal.
0: Just make yeah. it a free the nipples photo shoot.
2: I think we can work something out with
1: that. I'd be down if she covered like one nipple. I'd, I'd like that picture.
0: That would be turn up.
1: You get the other nipple yeah, be- and the crotch. Yeah, I'd, I'd, be I'd like, really like that one. What's
2: behind the nipple? Or behind the metal But I would know because I can see the other nipple But it's it's like kind of mysterious at the
1: same time And if
0: you knew a guy with photoshop skills He could easily just you know do a quick You know little swap skis
1: What if she doesn't have um, Symmetrical boobs
0: That is a challenge You know I don't
2: know because all I see is a metal And I let my mind fill in the rest
1: That would be a real hot photo
2: shoot
0: Yeah leave a little something for the imagination You know
1: Yeah you got to We really just got off the rails with that real off the rails,
0: (laughs) real off the track. And, uh, with that, I'm going to great segue Mike, uh, to, uh, I don't know if you guys read about it, but a groundhog, uh, caused a 10 minute delay at a Michigan international speedway this weekend. Uh, kind of, kind of hilarious that a groundhog was just loose and it took them 10 minutes. They called him first with a small bucket. Then he got, he got out. And then they had to use a giant barrel. And I reports are saying it. that they relocated them to a safe location, but I don't know about that. Bullshit. I feel like that's a cop-out.
1: They killed them. They killed uh, them. They so either killed them or tortured
0: it? them. That's that's my bit.
1: quick Quick little research. You can see that groundhogs just ruin farms and stuff because they eat fruits and vegetables like crazy. And then I looked up Michigan and Michigan has like the largest fruit farms in the country, maybe second to California, maybe first. So they probably hate that groundhog. How do you think they killed it?
0: Border boarded it. I feel oh. like I feel like that's the only way you can kill a groundhog.
2: <laughs> that's, uh, I, I, Mike. I'm, I'm, I might be mistaken, but I think they don't. I think that doesn't kill. I think it's more of a torture device.
1: <laughs> I don't think anything dies during tearing a waterboarding.
0: Oh, no. Well, if you it take it far enough, you can.
1: Maybe you're just not good at waterboarding, Jim.
0: Yeah, Jim. Maybe you've been have doing you,
1: it wrong the whole time.
0: Have you had your uh, waterboarding skills evaluated recently?
2: <laughs> I might need to look into that. No, I might you need might want to re-up up your search.
0: license, you know.
2: What if they... Uh, so this groundhog was running loose on a NASCAR track, right? You got cars flying by at 180, right? So what if they, like, caught this thing? Right. And they let it free and then it got hit by like a Fiat, you know,
1: like a piece of shit or a <laughs> Saturn, perhaps. Hey, Saturn is, that's a hell of an automobile. But weekend. are you
0: saying they just let them loose on the road? They just are like, oh, let's find the closest nearby road. And we'll oh, ninety no, five let them, yeah, let them loose. Just... Let them, you know, play Frogger across the interstate. Jim, yeah, I hate to here.
1: burst your bubble here, but I-95 does not run into Michigan. Yeah, Jim. Did, uh, you know, I'm just what spending the shit, highways I'm just spending Our highways listeners here are here. getting dumber listening to Come you. Come on, you're supposed to do your research here and look up the, like, world uh, interstate highway connection. Yep, keep, <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> no, that was it. That was what I was going for.
2: Oh, yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I-83, I'm sorry. I meant I-83. There you go. Probably let it loose on I-83. And How got long smoked. was it out
1: there before they stopped the race? Like, I feel like... Uh, I don't even think it
0: was like there weren't cars on the like the track when it got loose. I think it was either before I think it was before the race or like when they started the race or something. I couldn't imagine them being going like, you know, 200 miles an hour and they're like a groundhog just dodging them. I feel like he would have been like windshield, you know, roadkill. You know what would have
1: been awesome is if it had gotten out and onto the track and it just caused like the entire field to get in a pile up and the race just ended because everyone crashed. Uh. <laughs> now that no.
2: avoid the ground. That
1: would be a hell of a video.
2: Yeah. Speaking of messy situations, when I do my wash, I like to use snuggles plus fabric softener. Their mix of <laughs> sweet scent and softening technology makes my clothes feel like heaven. Your wash will never be the same after you use Snuggles Plus Fabric Softener.
0: Uh, Snuggles. Uh, That's a call to action to send us some money. We we could use the support. We'll Well, take the detergent. We'll take a year supply or a lifetime supply of detergent if if you're feeling it. Whichever you prefer. Only when you're in a
2: messy situation.
1: Yeah. Hey, Jim. Can you plug uh, Yingling for me, and then maybe they'll just start sending me some stuff? Yingling and Grizzly Mint. Yeah,
2: I'll talk to them and see what exactly they want, you know, and then I can... Uh... I
1: mean, you could, if... I mean, I think if we just keep plugging them, eventually they have to pay us. will get it. Yeah, yeah I honestly
0: think that's, like, law. Like, if you constantly plug somebody, they, like, have to pay you for the free advertising. Hey,
1: guys, we've been advertising on our podcast for four weeks now. Wait, what What fucking podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
0: The Dude Ranch, you never heard of it? Come on. It's global.
1: Come on. Like, like, subscribe and rate. Leave a review.
0: Okay, so the Philadelphia Phillies first overall draft pick, Mickey Money. Uh, he's Money. he's 18 years old, which is crazy to be a number 1 draft pick. So, it got me to thinking, if you were in high school and you were drafted number 1 overall by a professional sports team, like What would, like, what would go through your mind? Like, what would happen? Like, that's just hard to, like, come to terms with. That's just crazy.
1: Well, I thought about it, and the first thing that came to my mind is I'm getting a vasectomy. (laughs) Because I'm (laughs) not having these bitches get my money. So, I'm 18, I'm about to graduate, I'm getting snipped. Like, that night, hey, family, we'll celebrate tomorrow, I'm going to go get my nuts snipped. Then I'm buying a I'm renting a house for a week with all my friends getting a ton of booze and just getting plastered and coming in everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I am just nuttin wherever I want.
0: Jesus, man. <laughs> so uh so Jim, what uh, w- what what would your lifestyle be like?
2: Um I'd get a nice seafood dinner and you know I don't know. First off, I'd be really surprised if I got drafted as a baseball player, because I can't play baseball to save my <laughs> life.
1: Wait, are did kidding me? I, I haven't didn't, played yeah. baseball since I was 10. Like, have you me. seen me play? Jim, it could, I, it could
0: be any sports team. You could be the greatest croquet player of all time.
1: <laughs> well, you're getting 6 mil. You're getting 6 mil. Yeah, you're in high school. 18.
0: People, You're kind of a big deal. People know you.
1: You're going yeah. to the minors in two weeks, so you got two weeks to fuck around. So I'd probably trash
2: my high school somehow. Don't know how, but I'd trash it, whatever that That's means. That's real nice, really nice. Yeah. I'd I'd exit it with a bang because it didn't matter. You know, I'm leaving, I'm going to make millions of dollars, whatever. I'd buy a really fast car, probably crash it, <laughs> and...
1: yeah yeah that's
0: that's about it man
1: yeah that was that was like the lonely island song like a boss like you just kill yourself eventually you just go so hard you die yeah like i don't i don't know man
2: i six million dollars man i just buy bottles of stuff that i would never normally afford i drive really fast in vehicles i would never be able to afford before and uh hopefully i'd fuck bitches and be dead in a week And be dead in a week, and then whatever, man. Then
0: you would never have to live up to the hype. You'd be all right. Yeah, that's
2: it, man. That's it. You'd live a legend. What if? Yeah, they'd be. What if if. anything? If anything, I probably would save five point five million dollars doing that.
0: You you would never hit the decline, which you know plagues everybody. So you'd be good. You'd be on the steady go up.
2: I'm saving money doing that. Like you, you know, you guys are trying to use it. I use a little bit of it and then I just die and give the rest away.
1: True. That was so retarded, dude. Just so retarded.
0: <laughs> so retarded.
1: Like, yeah, just get a car and die.
0: All right. So that brings us to uh bro of the week. Uh, it's a little segment we do where Jim and Pat pick, um, bros build a case. And then I am the judge. I pick a bro and, we put him on blast, so Jim, who's your bro of the week?
2: All right, so my bro of the week, I'm going to have to go with a guy by the name of Fletcher Cox. News broke today. My man got $103 million on a six-year contract with $63 million guaranteed. My man just got paid, and I'm pumped about it because he's a beast. He's the one bird that actually shows up every day for work and he's my bro of the week because he decided to hold out because he's like, you know what, I want to get paid, and he got paid, and therefore, he's my bro of the week. True, true. Pat,
0: your bro of the week?
1: Saw that coming from a mile away. Uh, My bro of the week is Cody Ashey. If you were watching the Phillies game yesterday, Mikel Franco hit a bomb in the ninth off Papelbon. To put them ahead, they inevitably be lost in the bottom. But... (laughs) After he hit that bomb, they all went nuts and Ashley just started yelling, fuck you at Papplebon And I hate that fool, along with everybody in the city, everybody on that team. I think everybody in the world hates Papplebon. So just immediately giving up that bomb and then just screaming, fuck you at him is so bro. So I'm down with that.
0: Yeah, that's those are, those are two uh, solid bros of the week. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna have to go with my man uh, Fletcher Cox. He's a monster, man, and I'm I'm very excited that he's extended. I do hate Papelbon, but the the thing that sold it for me was they lost the game, which is like the ultimate like cross somebody up and then miss the jumper. That's kind you know what I mean? Yeah. If he would if they would have won, I mean that's a walk. That's that that's 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 too easy. But uh, fact that they lost, it's kind of like eh. It's just, eh, it's forgettable. It. I mean, I like coming with the heat pat, but if they would have won, that would have changed my mind. But Fletcher Cox, man, he's monster. Two no, baby, two no. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at dude ranch pod. Hit us up. Check out the website, the dude ranch.tk. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, leave positive reviews if you liked it. And, uh, until next week, my dudes. You
1: got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead in your miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember your old past boy you got a friend in me yeah you got a friend in me.